The Perfect Ten with Steve Allen, voice of the NRL and six-time Radio Award winner. Welcome to another edition of The Perfect Ten. First and foremost, these are challenging, scary, uncertain times, unprecedented for all of us, and I sincerely hope you and your family are all well. Okay, let's get down to business. This episode, Nicola McDermott and her coach Matt Horsnell. Nick's a star in a sport that I absolutely love, the high jump. Since recording this interview, we've learned that the Olympics have been postponed until 2021. And you'll see Nicola soaring in Tokyo in the green and gold. She's also deeply religious and competes with unbridled enthusiasm, not just for herself, but also her rivals. She's an absolute joy to watch in competition. Right now, let's go back to where it all began. Gosford Little Athletics at Adcock Park in Gosford and I was eight years old and we were doing little athletics and within the first moment that I learned that you can be tall, you do eight steps and you land on this mattress and that was a sport, I was sold. Yeah, I've got to say I first saw it at Palm Beach Primary School in the late 70s and we just thought it was an absolute blast and we even made our own high jump mats at our friends' places with mattresses. Uh, Your PB is about 21 centimetres better than what I said. It was a school record uh, as a 15-year-old at Palm Beach Crum and High. For our Perfect 10 audience, give us your dimensions. You're incredibly tall. What are the exact numbers? So I'm 186 centimetres, so jumping 10 centimetres over my head. But you're 175. That's not too bad. That was pretty good. Yeah, look, I was proud of it. I think the record lasted one year and then someone smashed it by about 10 centimetres a year later. How do you progress? So from Little A's in Gosford, what happens next? So little athletics, um, so I started training and so we did the school school athletics carnivals and that was getting us through and so you get exposed to state and national competitions through that. Uh, from there we went to the World Junior Games, so when I was 17 years old and that was my first taste of international competition. Transitioned out of school to university and maintained uh, training every day on the Central Coast and eventually you just get to the Commonwealth Games and Olympics level. Yeah, it's an incredible story and uh, by the way, you're the youngest ever guest on the Perfect 10. For our audience, if you hear some noise in the background, we're at a stunning location, uh, one of the best places on earth. This is Spoon Bay and you can hear a beautiful swell behind us. Matt, you see Nicola at the age of 11. What are your first thoughts? This girl could be the best high jumper Australia has ever seen. That's what I thought back then, and I said that to uh, one of the other guys, Larry Spencer, who was one of our little, in our little group of training, and uh, Nicola, when you looked at her, then she ticked all the boxes for that you're looking at as a junior to progress. So it was just a matter of slowly bringing it through and keeping the interest and getting a body in shape to handle the loads over a long period of time. And it's worked. So Matt, were you a high jumper yourself and have you had a lifelong love of this sport? We're both old enough to remember Sotomayor, the great Cuban. Uh, he still holds the world record at 2 metres 45. Yeah, and it was amazing seeing that. But I, I was always a cricketer and uh, played a lot of sport over the years. And my kids were the thing that excited me back in uh, 30 years ago when um, my daughter was uh, kicking off in under sevens and all that sort of thing and uh, we started coaching them, helping them and she was a decent high jumper who got to a metre 70. Okay, so how does Nicola progress through the age group ranks and how does her PB change along the way? She's been lucky to do a 
a PB and an equal PB every year. Good strength training takes a long time, and to be a high jumper, you have to be strong. When you look at the records, particularly world and Olympic records, we haven't seen one set for a long time. So we mentioned Sotomayor. That world record is 1993, 27 years old. The Olympic men's record was set in 1996 in Atlanta, Charles Austin. The women, the world record goes all the way back to 1987. So absolutely incredible. That was the Bulgarian, Kostadinova. And then Slesarenko sets a 206 at the Olympics in 2004. So my question is, where do you feel like the sport is at? I think um, the sport is a lot cleaner than it was back then, and that's a big issue. And these days, everything's in the open. I think it's the cleanest it's ever been. And all the performances that the athletes are doing these days are top-notch. So that's where I like to look at some of those old records. That's a very diplomatic answer from Matt Horsnell. <laughs> Nicola, give me some of your highlights along the way before you win the bronze medal at the Commonwealth Games. One of our favourite competitions was uh, the jumps to music on the Central Coast. It was innovative, so we were meant to be doing a competition in June 2017 in the build-up to World University Games, and it gets cancelled. So rather than us saying, OK, well, that's it, we call up New South Wales Athletics and they let us run our own high jump. Uh, meeting. So we do it at Mingara. Uh, we get NBN television there. We get Matt's son. He does the drone. So we have like a drone camera. We've got a DJ. We have all the high jumpers in. And I did a personal best of 189 that day. The next week I did 1 meter 90 and I qualified for my first world championships in 2017. So I think that was probably for me to realize it doesn't need to have a huge stadium and stuff for you to perform at your very best. It could literally be a last minute thing and you're ready for it. So yeah, I think that, that was that was a really fun meet. Also for me, apart from Commonwealth Games, would be the Monaco Diamond League last year, 2019, where I came third and jumped 194. Uh, my parents were there, my manager, Matt and his wife were there, and we were really close to 197 that day. We had the entire stadium clapping, and you're in that old arena in Monaco, and it will be just one of those moments that I'll never forget. Nick, uh, tell us about some of your rivals on the world stage and what you learned from them. My biggest thing is I stay to the end of a competition. That's not very common for a woman on the high jump scene internationally. As soon as you get out, you just leave. But I think it's sad because if we all leave, then no one's there cheering you out there at the end. And I, it, it can be hard because you're just staying out there waiting. But for me, so the people that are way ahead of me, like Maria Ledeskeni, who was jumping 206, I was always staying and watching her and cheering her on. And I could just see when she switched on, like she might have two missed attempts at two metres. And then something you can to see her whole body switches and she just goes I'm going to do this and then she does it and then the 203 and then the 206 it just happens first attempt and she just bangs it out and I think I'm seeing their mentality and the way that they can they can just snap into it and just channel every single cell in their body to make sure they get over that bar. So that's what I'm seeing with the girls that are in the very, very top notch. And I'm just learning from them so that I can do the same when I'm out there on the circuit with them. This year, you narrowly miss 1m99. Eleanor Patterson, another Aussie, clears that, which is just sensational. But now do you feel like some of those heights, like 206, the Olympic record, uh, at your age, at 23, do you feel like those heights are achievable in years to come? 
Yeah, definitely. I think even if I look at 2020 as a season, uh, last year I did 196 once and that just blew my mind and I did 194 twice and I was like, wow, this is great. And I've already done 196 twice and then 94 um, and some very close attempts to 98 and 99 already. And I can just see that as soon as you get um, a big strength block and you stay passionate and motivated like Matt and myself and you get used to jumping those heights, all of a sudden the bar doesn't look that high. You put the bar up to 206 and you go, actually, this is achievable. And rather than saying, oh my goodness, it's so high, I'm never going to get there, you just focus on, actually, this is how you're going to get there and then you just do the work. You don't worry about the heights, you just worry about making sure every box is ticked. Obviously, these are unprecedented times on the... 21st of March 2020 at 11.12am, they're saying that the Olympics may still go ahead. What are your thoughts, Nick? Yeah, it's a hard thing because nothing that I can do can control what's going to happen. But I just know that we've put in 100% and if the Olympics does get postponed or cancelled, well, I'm still going in for the 2024 Olympics, so I'm going to be training hard. And at the end of the day, it was never for an Olympics. It was for reshaping high jump in Australia forever. And for us, that two-metre mark still hasn't been um, achieved yet. So we're training hard and we know that we've got our own goals in place regardless of what happens. How are your fellow athletes feeling? Yeah, I've been in contact with a lot of them. They, they have a really good outlook and we've never had anything easy come to us in Australia. So um, the Aussies are um, head down and, and working hard and not worrying about what they can't control. So I'm really proud of us Aussie athletes just keeping perspective. That is part one with Nicola McDermott and her coach, Matt Horsnell. Next episode, the pair talk about their heroes in the sport and also discuss their relationship with the legendary Dick Fosbury, the man who won gold in Mexico City in 1968 and, of course, changed the sport forever with the Fosbury flop. Hope you've enjoyed this edition of The Perfect Ten and, again, I hope you and your family are all well in these unbelievable times. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. The Perfect Ten.